the late 70s and early uh, 80s, the boom years of the video game industry. Thank you. And my game system was the Magnavox Odyssey 2. Yes. Sleek, stylish, futuristic, and totally underappreciated. Oh, Let's change that. Do it, I'll dig through the Odyssey 2 library, introduce you to each game, offer a few of my own expanded memories of playing them both then and now, We'll see if those games hold up today. Amazing. I'm Earl Green, and this is Select Game. <laughs> Welcome, everybody, to the first Select Game of 2023. And boy, have we got something interesting. It's definitely Odyssey 2 related, but it is not... Uh, I don't think a lot of us saw this coming. Uh, this first showed up as an upcoming title on Steam late last year, and uh, was finally released. It looks like right around Thanksgiving, uh, you know, U.S. Thanksgiving. This is Video Pack Collection One for a mere five dollars. You. Uh, Get four in one row, air sea war battle, American football. Of course, these are all the, these are all the video pack. These are the European names for these various titles: baseball, battlefield, freedom fighters, golf, killer bees, nightmare, satellite attack, also known as UFO. You can save or load your games. You it very quickly latched on to the fact that I have a PS1 arcade stick and adjusted its controls to reflect that. Full control remapping, so you can change the controls if you want. Image scaling and smoothing options. And it's, it's kind of funny to think that uh, it, this takes up 20 megs on your PC if you uh, if you get it through Steam and 50 megs of RAM. Those are not numbers I ever expected to be associated with the Odyssey 2 or the video pack, but it's um, it's an interesting collection, and let's kind of dive into it. Um, go ahead and bring it up. The, the menu is very no-frills. Yeah, there is, you know, there is no opening cinematic to announce to the world how awesome the Odyssey 2 or the video pack was. There is, you know, there there is no flash to this whatsoever. Um, it's it's very very utilitarian. Some of these are two-player games, so I probably won't be able to demonstrate them terribly well. But let's play a few of them and uh, and find out how this goes. I, I have played this a little bit already to find out, you know, to kind of get the lay of the land as far as the control scheme and so on. And it's it's interesting. There's, there are a lot of interesting implications with this release. And, you know, for the record, it... It is official. I mean, this is not, uh, you know, developer Philips POV Entertainment Group. Well, I don't know if it's the same people, but at least in name, 
that is the same outfit that developed a lot of games for the Philips CDI way back when. You know, not quite as far back as the Odyssey 2 or the Video Pack, but uh, still, it's been a minute since the CDI was being was having new games developed for it. So, it, it there are a lot of uh, a lot of implications that go along with this release. But right now, uh, let's just play some games. I am impressed with the quality of the emulation for the most part, although there are some things where it's not quite... It, it you know, it's, it's not really perfect. And you know, the results are a bit surprising. So, a long time ago, I went on the record about my my love for computer golf on the Odyssey 2. And and I can still love it. Still got it? Still got it. I really like being able to use my controller here. This is uh, for me to use this to play Odyssey 2 games. Oh, wrong direction. Yeah, for me to use this to play Odyssey 2, I would have to play an Odyssey 2 game in mess. Because I could never get O2EM to recognize this controller. There's some weird pops in the audio that I I'm not sure why they are there. But they are there. Um seemingly at random. Why the audio would pop like that in an emulated game. Okay, I'm touching the tree. Okay. That was fascinating. Okay, this is not the ball coming into contact with the tree. This is the player coming into contact with the tree.
Okay, so, you know, that thing with the tree, that was kind of odd. That should, it, on the original game, in computer golf, that only happens if you hit the golf ball into a tree. It shouldn't happen if the player touches a tree. So, don't worry about the par. The par is just a number. Like I've often said when discussing sports recently. Oh, wrong way. Wrong way. Okay, I need to reacquaint myself with the game, apparently. Scoring more points than the other team is just a small part of our overall strategy. <laughs> okay, I earned that one. That was legit. That was legit. Didn't mean to hit the tree, but uh, there we go. That's really something. So, my friend, but thank you for. Uh... You know, I I'm a big fan of the golfer throwing his little fit in this game, but not that much of a fan. Okay, the game is behaving in a way that is. Unexpected. Good grief. So, emulation may not be as good as I thought it was. Here's the thing about Odyssey 2 emulation. Everyone you know, whether it's O2EM or MESS or what have you, everyone's been using um, Dan Boris's emulation core for that. And not to knock Dan or the work he did on that, but it's... Uh, it's like no one has seen fit to better it. And this is a step. I can't uh, I can't tell if it's a step in the right direction or the wrong one, but it's a <laughs> it is a step. That step is a thing, and, uh... I don't think I've ever seen the ball bounce back like that. Wow. 
bulb's not touching the tree. Oh, my goodness. Okay, well. Okay. We're back in the menu and it's he's still doing it. Okay, so, let's uh, try Satellite Attack, which most of us know as UFO. to this day that the ability to just ram stuff makes this a lot more fun than asteroids. Still not sure what is up with all the popping with with that audio popping. If this was 
me trying to interface an analog system into, you know, digital input. Sort of like uh, the little screen you see above me that has the uh, has the output of Atari video music in it. Okay, that's not a, you know, it's not a perfect interface. You're going from analog to digital. If that was brought full screen, you would see that there is some static in it. And th- that kind of audio popping, I would think surely that would be the same kind of thing, but uh, I can't explain its presence in a digital realm. Let's pause here just for a moment, not for station identification, but for a word from our sponsor. Ashley Thomas is the nerdy blogger. Ashley has a master's degree in literature and language, as well as a decade's worth of experience in writing for web publications. If you're looking for someone to assist you with copy for your website, blog posts, email campaigns, web store, social media management, or assistance with search engine optimization, Ashley's your gal. Ashley also spends her time writing about film, television, and comic books, contributing to sites such as fangirlish.com and popcultureretrorama.com. You can learn more about Ashley and the work she does at nerdyblogging.wordpress.com where you can contact her for more information about her writing services. The Nerdy Blogger is proud to be a supporter of thelogbook.com and its podcasts. Of course, this is a two-player game that uh, Battlefield is the uh, European name for what we what we Yanks refer to as War of Nerves. <coughs> Alright, my trundling robot buddies. No, don't push me out of the way. That's absolutely bizarre behavior from my own robots, because I want to go down here and get this guy. I will get him personally. I have no chill about War of Nerves. Oh, apparently I have to summon my robots to do it. I'm over here. Yes, go get him. You know what would have been really cool? Would have been if they had given some of these two-player games enemy AI. If this is going to take up... If this is going to take up 50 megs of RAM, 50 whole megs, you would think... 
You would think, but you're probably not paid enough to. You would think that they... Nightmare. Okay, I'm not familiar with this one. Killer Bees, okay. Now this one is one that I played previously before recording the video that <clears throat> it's a very good example of a lot of stuff got changed and the emulation is perhaps not what you would think it is. First off, no voice. There's no voice. Instead of the voice, you have other sound effects, you know, other native Odyssey sounds. Oh, I was going to try to zap them right before it tallied the score. This game used the voice, you know, in kind of a novel way that wasn't really, you know, wasn't really doing human speech. Um, it was very entertaining. It was a very singular uh, sound palette, I'll put it that way. find that distracting, and I'm starting to, uh, there's no way to switch it off. That would have been nice.
Alas, I lost. My killer bees have gone extinct. We'll, uh, game select. You guys were so close. Select game. Dudes. Let's take a look at some of the other ones. Not necessarily play them. Okay, football. There we go. Madden 78. Um... <laughs> Of course, this is locked into two-player. There is no, uh, there is no opposing team AI. Baseball. Oh my heart! I love this game, and it would be great to play it single-player somehow. It, again, I, I may be less impressed with this than I was when I started out. Freedom Fighters. Evading mode or firing mode. Still looks like baseball to me, mates. Ah, there we go. Nice. So again, we've got, uh, you know, Odyssey 3. Um... Oh, I don't have two controllers, so I can't actually play the whole game, can I? Oh, that's weird. Okay, we looked at Nightmare already. Four in one row. played this before, just not on the show. Oh, you. <clears throat> it's Connect 4, basically. You're going to get to do what I'm trying to do before I get to do it. But you are going to completely stop me from doing it. Okay, thanks. Now I've got to block it. 
Okay, I'm sorry, I'm playing something again instead of just scrolling through the games, but that's how much... That's how much I love the Odyssey, too. I mean, you know, it's like potato chips. You can't just... You can't just not. Now, let's see if... So, we have, <coughs> excuse me, we have, uh, you know, a no-frills menu. Uh, you know, I kind of think it deserves more than that. I like being able to use my controller. That's a neat touch. I don't like the audio pops. I, I don't know why that is even happening. There are some elements of this that seem like they're not ready for prime time. On the flip side of that, the game is only $5. But, I, I think the big thing that's going on here is something that has nothing to do with the game itself, and has everything to do with the fact that Phillips seems to be reasserting its They seem to be reasserting their uh, ownership of the IP. That's kind of a big deal. And here is where that's kind of a big deal kind of for the community, for the hobby as a whole. You know, talking about, you know, uh, the people developing homebrew games, the people developing homebrew hardware... You may want to sit back and see how this plays out and see what goes on. Because this... They're reviving their interest in the IP could be... a preamble to suing somebody. Yeah. And here's the thing. I, this is just speculation on my part. And I would like to think that... Maybe they are, you know, taking a look at packages like Atari 50, which, you know, by all accounts is wonderful. I haven't been able to pick it up yet myself because it's considerably more than $5. Um, Phillips may be looking at packages like Atari 50 or further back at things like Intellivision Lives or, you know, the various flashback consoles that we had for... You know, the 2600, the Atari 2600, the Intellivision, the ColecoVision all had flashbacks. Um, more recently, there have been kind of mini consoles, self-contained versions of things like the NES, the Super NES, the Genesis, the PlayStation 1. Um, you know, they're, they're reading the room and I think detecting an interest... I really wish they would have answered that interest with something that had perhaps gone through a few more testing hoops, a few more playtesting hoops. And hey, you know, those of you who actually bother listening to a podcast or watching a videocast about, 
you know, the, the Odyssey 2 or the video pack or what have you, your proof that, you know, the pool of potential playtesters who actually remember what the stuff looked and sounded like is vast. Um, you know, I can pick up on little things like the fact that the audio seems to be pitched up by a note or two versus what it originally was, which is not... It's not a big deal. It's not a game-breaker. Uh, now, what is a game-breaker is the fact that you can't go near a tree without your golfer breaking into this extended apoplectic fit. Uh, I said apoplectic, not epileptic. So, But, yeah, I mean, he seems to be... Maybe, it's, maybe he has allergies. I don't know. Um, killer bees... Chef's kiss. That was, you know, the sound effects were off, but that could be patched. You could probably replace some files in the build of this and patch that deficiency. The uh, the gameplay in UFO was great. Now I was occasionally colliding with things that I. I wasn't sure what I was colliding with. They may have been black UFOs, which makes sense with the fact that you're using that Odyssey 3 7400-plus background graphic. So, you know, black UFOs make sense in that context. Baseball and football looked great. Um, I don't have a second player, so I can't really test them. War of the Nerves? Not bad, not bad at all. Freedom Fighters? Uh... Huh. Uh, I'm I'm not sure what to think of that. It's like you can evade or you can fight. But you can't do both because you only have one controller. Um you know, although that kind of reminds me of, you know, being what was it, ten years old and not having read the manual, slamming the cartridge into the slot, you know, turning it on, pressing one or space or whatever and wondering why I couldn't, <laughs> you know, why does one controller do a different thing from the other? Um, four in one row, that worked. That worked fantastic. That was great. They need to uh, they need to run this through a few more play test hoops and maybe issue an update. And before there is a video pack collection too. Um. Hey, Philips POV Entertainment Group or Pixel Games UK, we're out here. We are legion. We would love to playtest this for you and get it right so that it's worth the five bucks. Possibly even worth more than five bucks. I would pay more than five bucks to be able to play all this stuff with really good emulation, with really accurate sound. I love being able to use my joystick for this instead of key controls because, you know, the Odyssey 2 is really, before you, you know, before you even get to home computer gaming, that's the first game where you've got to have a joystick and a keyboard to play a lot of stuff. I hope they do things a bit more rigorously before putting out another one of these, and I would like to see them update this one. I would like to see them patch this one before 
trying to hit us up for another five bucks for volume two. But this is promising. It's a promising start. And so I don't want to discourage anyone involved with video pack collection. This is this is a great idea. It just needs a little bit more work. Thanks for listening to Select Game. The show's theme music was composed and performed by Toledo Fusion and licensed under Creative Commons via freemusicarchive.org. If you're listening to this and you haven't already joined the ranks of the Logbook's Patreon supporters, hey, it's a new year, there's never been a better time. Even if you can only pitch in a little bit, even that little bit helps keep the Logbook.com, the Logbook.media, and all of the related podcasts and videocasts going. You could be like Philip and Kevin and Ferg and Darwin and Cindy and IC Robots, Paul, Mark, Charles, and Ashley, and sign up as a patron at patreon.com slash the logbook. You get show notes and occasional outtakes and other fun stuff. And of course, there's the Discord. And if you're not a fan of Patreon, here's something cool. The same patron tiers are available for ongoing memberships at coffee.ko-fi.com. You can also use coffee if you just want to throw us a one-time donation. You can also support the site by buying t-shirts, mugs, even non-medical-grade face masks, and other goodies from our store at thelogbook.redbubble.com. You can sign up for a free week of Paramount Plus through the links on our site, and if you decide to stay as a subscriber, that helps the logbook out a lot. Thanks for listening as always. Select Game is a production of thelogbook.com. Logbook.com